This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, we are back from Memorial Day. Jerry and Al are with you. And uh, it was interesting Friday, getting home nice and early after the show uh, down at the headliner, which was great. Uh, I went went home, felt okay even after the knockerball fiasco. Later in the night, didn't feel so good. But I went home, opened the pool. How about this? First time ever I opened the pool, crystal clear. And no dead animals. No dead animals, like nothing in it. It looked like it was perfect. So we threw the shock through it, put all the chemicals in, and uh, it was ready to go sun- late Sunday afternoon. Kids were able to swim a little bit, which is kind of cool, actually. That's a good job by you covering that this I did, past well, no, year. Well, no, I didn't. I, I paid two guys to do oh, it this well, year. Oh, well, it worked. <laughs> it did work. It's like the best few hundred bucks I ever spent or whatever I paid them. I don't But remember. you went in the water. That had to be ice-cold water. It, you know what's funny about it, It's Alex? like 65 actually, degrees. It wasn't, and I'll tell you why. The bottom of the cover is black. So when I opened the pool Friday, you could feel the top of the water was like bath water because the sun had been beating down on it for a couple of days. Then I wouldn't let them in it for a couple of days until I ran the filter for like 48 straight hours and we threw the shock and the chemicals in. So it got a lot of sunlight. I'm not going to say it was it was warm. It was not ice cold, though, like I would have expected. Do you have a thermometer in there? I don't. I do not put a thermometer. We used then, to with the one growing up, and I would look in it. If it was not 78, I was not going in. Well, then you probably didn't go in a lot, right? Uh, well, like in the dead of summer, when it, when the sun was beating on it, it could get to 78, then I would go in. What age do you think going in the pool started to become not so much fun and more of a pain in the ass, and you're worried about the cold water? For, uh, 13, 14. 13, because like the little guy can't wait. It, it, it can be 35 degrees in the water, and he's jumping in. And now my older guy is 11 going on 12, and now it's all of a sudden, eh, it's kind of cold. I don't right. know. It's more I'm of like, a pain in the neck. But already? Yes. Like you're 11 and a half. I thought we had a couple more years of this. Yeah, I would think you had till 13 or 14. Not yet. Then it, then it gets boring. Yeah, not yet. But hmm. uh, anyway, so it made me think. Um you know, it's time to start heading to the parks. Possibly we have the great adventure season passes. Not that we go all that much, but we'll go three, four times. And it is worth it to buy the passes even for just three or four times. And I saw something today on, I forget if it was NBC or ABC. I don't know if it was Good Morning America or whatever. And there was this study done on water parks and the cleanliness of the water. And they tested everything from the wave pools to the rapids to the lazy rivers. I mean, these are things we've discussed before about whether it's peeing in a pool. I saw you do the tweet about the going to the bathroom in the ocean, right? Right. I don't need to see it, though. Like, I know what happens in these pools. You're aware it's not the cleanest water when you go to a water park. Here's what I don't need to see on a big screen TV that's hanging up in the newsroom. Fecal matter. <laughs> There's I, always fecal matter, Jerry. And then you got a doctor explaining how kids probably don't wipe themselves properly and the matter's in the water and then... 
Oh, it was dis- I don't ever want to go again. Yeah, I'm not a big water park kind of guy. I think that's a step more of uh, germs than the public pool. I don't know why. I feel like the water park's even more so. They're all, I, yeah, more I mean, disgusting. I just think they're all the same if they chlorinate the hell out of them. What is Great Adventure like these days? I have not been the Great Adventure in many, many years. Clean? There was a time, now this is going back 15, 20 years, where it was not the best great adventure because it was like there was trouble in the park sometimes well i will say we don't go on week since we have the season passes we do not go on weekends because it's simply too crowded so we will go usually uh sometimes we'll go if we have these fridays off or mondays off we'll go sunday night uh we'll get there at like four o'clock when people are starting to file out because next is a work day for most we'll go on thursday afternoon when i get home from work at noon we'll go at 12 30 um so the days we go not bad at all, and the lines aren't bad. It's clean, and you can move around the park quite well. The water park is really nice. And from the standpoint is that of Adventure Island, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, is it Adventure Island? I don't something. I, I actually forget what it's called, but it's uh, I don't know. It's attached to Great Adventure. Yes, it's ro- It's right next to it, so it's basically separated by the parking lot and the road, the entry road in. So when you're driving in, the left side is the water park. To the right side is Great Adventure. Do you pay two different prices for that? You would, yes, unless you buy yeah. the pass. But we have the pass. We have both included. So we oh, can go right. to any time we want. That, when you're in there, you actually feel like you're in. You're at a water park in Florida. It's the middle of summer. There's no palm trees. So you don't, maybe don't feel that. But it's that nice. You kind of forget you're in Jackson, New Jersey, right on you know, 537 or whatever road that is. Right. But now I saw the study. I don't know that I can go back. Can you still get in just using a Coke can or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I think you can still get in for like $16 with a Coke can. Right. I think. Oh. But I don't do that. We have the season passes. Oh. So I don't know. Did you see the story over the weekend of the Cincinnati Zoo? Yes. And the three or four-year-old kid who, I did. who made his way into the uh, gorilla pen. I did. And the little kid got dragged around and then yes. they uh, they shot the gorilla. Because they thought if they hit him with a tranquilizer gun, it would agitate him and maybe he would whack the kid. Yep. Lots of people angry at the zoo for killing the gorilla. I heard. But that's a tough call. On the drive-in between Tony Page and another show I listened to. Yeah. A new show. I heard a woman call up. She was crying over the gorilla's death. Right. An endangered animal. And gorilla. she said something along the lines of some people say that the human life is more valued over an animal's life, to which she disagreed. All right. Well, and I have saw people also yelling and blaming the parents of the kid, which is I've fine. Heard that too. But it doesn't mean then the kid should get whacked by a gorilla because the parent's stupid. You know uh, agreed. I mean? But I don't, see, I don't know the whole setup of this. I saw the story. I saw the gorilla pull the boy in the water and then kind of protect the kid almost for a while. So what was it? Was it the, the there was a glass... No, there was some sort over? of uh, railings and wire and all this stuff. I don't know. And he fell down. He had to take quite a fall. Amazing that he was actually alive and okay from yes. the fall. Yeah, and they say he's going to be okay. But uh, then it brings up the whole thing just about zoos and putting animals in captivity. It's kind of weird to like just yeah. go stare at the gorillas all yeah. day. It is. It's definitely. But, you know, you know, it's on one hand, you've got the people that say the animals are taken care of. Right. And they have really a very easy life. And in, in a lot of cases, they are, you know, treated very well. They eat whenever they want to eat. They're fed at the perfect time. I mean, they got this lush. Instead of basically fending for themselves, aside from a lion, good luck. Right? Would you right. agree with that if yes. you're in the African safari? Yeah, a lion will beat up anybody. Right. The lion's king. Right? So if I'm a whatever, a deer, 
I'm in trouble. Right. If you were a deer, a zoo would be awesome. Right. So for a lot of these animals, I would think they get a pampered life. But I do understand the whole idea that they're not meant to be there. Right. They don't so, like to be locked up. Yeah. Hmm. That having I'm not been a big said, zoo guy. I went once. The Dallas Zoo. That was, we went to see the Cowboys and Seahawks on Thanksgiving Day, I think 2008. It was the last uh, year of Texas Stadium. So I went with Kim and Matthew. He was four at the time. And we, one day we were sitting there like, we got nothing to do today. What do we do in Dallas? So we went to the Dallas Zoo. And it was actually quite cool. It was, it was, it was neat. I do like an aquarium. I feel like that's, that's see, that bores me. nicer than, like, I think the uh, aquatic life, they like being in an aquarium. I don't think animals like being in the zoo. Well, it depends on how big the aquarium why. is. You think those sharks like being in the uh, tank? No. They seem to enjoy it. Think they about how big swim the ocean around is. really nice. Think about the ocean. Right. Now, now think about the tank they're in. But you're right. They get that big, like, raw chicken and stuff. And you would never find chicken in the ocean. Naturally. Chickens do not swim. So in these <laughs> aquariums. They don't get fed live chickens. Get, no, not live chickens. Right. They get fed... Uh, you know, like the the chicken with no feathers on it. Yes. The ones that we would buy in the store. They get fed those. They don't have to go looking for it. No, there's no searching. No. Then there was a lot of people saying, like how you had, even you mentioned this, Jerry. You said, oh, it looked like the um, the gorilla was protecting the boy. No one really, like the no zoo. No one knows. The zoo experts feel like he was being agitated. Yeah, and no, that was what they were worried about. All I about. said was when I saw the video, I saw it first. I thought the guy was, the, the gorilla was going to maul the kid. Right. Then all of a sudden, as you're watching it, you kind of felt like the gorilla was, I'm not, I'm not protecting it, but he wasn't aggressive. Right. That, I think we can say. What he was thinking, I don't know, maybe he was looking at the kid thinking, here's my turkey dinner. Right. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. No one knows, which is why the whole story is, you know. Then I saw a thing on Facebook over the weekend, Jerry, in Edgewater, New Jersey. This is according to Facebook. I don't know if this is true. They evidently have a plan to gas these geese that are uh, all over the town. What does that mean? Like they're gonna they're gonna do them in by gassing them and with people, what? With gas. No, I, and I, I get that. I'm and, wondering what kind of gas. And people are protesting. Now, how do geese. you control? So the geese population's out of control. Uh, evidently, yeah. Now it, the geese used to get fooled by those metal uh, things that looked like an outline of a wolf or a dog, right? They've not that doesn't fallen. work. They're not falling for that no. anymore. They're aware that's just a piece of metal. Have you ever? Well, you don't play golf. I remember there would be days we would. There's this one golf course down in South Jersey we would go to. There would be geese crap all. Oh over yeah, the it's place. everywhere, Jerry. And then you would turn left, and there'd be like thirty of them walking behind you. Like, what is this? And you cannot agitate a, a goose. They will chase you down. Uh, probably not a good idea. Yeah. They will fly at you. So lots of animals in the news, Jerry. Lots of animals in the news today. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a mm. favorite animal? I'm a big. Uh, well, I like. I don't mean cats or dogs. I like a. Uh, I like a monkey for sure. Monkey. I do have another uh, story, Jerry, uh, that oh, involves animals away. as well. This is happening in Australia. Two women, both in their late mid to late forties, Jerry. They were. Uh, they were injured when they were jumped by a kangaroo while they were cycling in the wine region there in uh, in Australia. As they passed, the kangaroo bounded across the trail, landing with his hind, his long hind legs first on one woman's torso, then mm. on the other woman's back. Wow. Knocked both of them from their uh, bicycles before hopping off. The one woman, she burst a breast implant. Oh, my God. But she's okay, and, and she's had some humor with it, Jerry. She said that, the, uh, that her breast implants acted as a... Uh, 
airbags, <laughs> and she was not more injured. So I guess they got to do. They got to go back in and just, I guess, replace it, huh? Yeah. Plus, you got to get all the ruptured uh, stuff out. Stuff out, dude. That is brutal. Yeah. Well, this is Australia. Imagine man. a kangaroo kicking you in no. the chest to your breast implant. No, breaks. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine being kicked by a kangaroo. Period. Yeah. These no animals good. are getting back at us, Jerry. The geese are chasing us down. They hate us. The gorillas have our children, and the kangaroos are kicking uh, our breast implants. So well, at least we got the cats and dogs. Things still. are happening. Yeah, cats and dogs. Whatever happened with you and the parrot? Uh, I, I did not pull the trigger on the parrot. You did to make that purchase. Yeah, you've <laughs> decided against that. That's not. You don't have to. You don't have to start a will for the parrot to give the parrot to your yeah, older I felt mom. Like, you know these parrots. These African greys live like 60, 70 years. That's a commitment, Jerry. Yeah, it's a commitment. It's like having a child. Right. Buzz, if it starts saying weird stuff or gets annoyed being home all day or I put the air conditioning vent on it or I don't air condition enough or I air condition him too much or I feed him this or he eats a piece of chocolate, it seems like a lot of work. A lot could go wrong with this. Could you imagine if you ever have a child? Yeah, well, listen, I see a lot of people with children that seem like they shouldn't have them, and they're doing fine. So I'm like, like my kid would not be in a, a gorilla pin. Well, pen. you would, would never take him to the zoo. No. Aquarium, or, or I'd not keep the him zoo. Far, right. He's not going to jump in the shark tank. He can't get in there. <laughs> no shark tanks for the Duke's kid. <laughs> no. You know, though, Al, if a Duke's kid, meaning if you did actually have children, did fall into an aquarium, say, the one thing that would help him or her would be if he had himself an Xterra inflatable paddleboard. But what is that exactly, Jerry? Well, it's an inflatable paddleboard. Oh. And you can kind of paddle on the water. So if they fell into the aquarium where all the fish are, all right. he or she could get on the paddleboard and paddle their way out. And you know where you would find that paddleboard? Where, at? Jerry? Touchofmodern.com. Oh. Now, what is that exactly? Well, it's a paddleboard. No, uh, no. What is Touch of, <laughs> what is well, touch touch of Modern? Touchofmodern.com is a really cool website, really oh. geared towards guys. But let's be honest. Anybody can get stuff there. Right. Because they have cool stuff. They have lingerie for your wife, your girlfriend. Hell, if you want to put it on, you could put it on, too. We're talking, like, really cool watches. Like, right now, they've got this Hublot watch that I like. Cutting-edge stuff. Oh, is that right, Jerry? And You're for, a watch guy. Yes. And here's the best part. Father's Day is coming up. Right. Dude, they've got everything out. We're talking tech stuff. More watches, the stuff you love the most, the home decor. The sexy home decor. How about this? Because you would never use this. All right. What if, let's say, your car died? Well, maybe you go to touchamano.com, you get yourself a car jump starter with an air compressor. I actually did see that. That seemed very cool interesting. Cool stuff. Yeah, that is cool stuff. And where do you get it? Touchofmodern.com. And you know, Jerry, Touch of Modern has an app for your phone and your iPad and your Android device and all that stuff. You can look at it right there when you're killing time in the supermarket online waiting for the person in front of you who has too many items in the self-checkout lane and you are just got nothing but time to kill, Jerry. And that bothers you when you see someone it like that. It does bother me. It bothers me, too. Hey, 12 items or less, jackass. But then I get locked right in on my touchofmodern.com app, Jerry, and there I am shopping. And it's perfect. Yes. It kills and the time and it's productive. Yes, Jerry. Father's Day is right around the corner, so get Dad something really cool at Touch of Modern. And listeners can get immediate access to these deals just by signing up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow, Jerry, they change things up constantly on this website so everything will be different. Yep. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. I got something for you, Jerry, having to deal with technology. And where, what would you do with this? I had just tweeted this out before. I went over to the uh, vending machine. I saw this. And uh, a couple people 
when they had put dollars in and didn't get their uh, product, they leave a note on the vending machine with their full name and the time that they had this transaction go wrong and the amount of money they're owed. Do they really think the vending machine man is going to go searching for Doug Gottlieb's producer to hand them a buck? No, I don't think so. And how about House? I mean, I love David a lot. David, yeah. good dude. It's another he guy who works CBS here. CBS Sports Radio Station. Right. He got fooled twice. He got fooled twice because he put on the vending machine, you owe me a dollar, crossed out $2. Right. Either that or he wants interest. Yeah, I just think, like, you're rolling the dice when you buy something from a vending machine. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. As a former vending machine owner... Is that right, Jerry? Yes, I've told you this before. I had cigarettes in a vending machine in Seabright, New Jersey. Which was illegal, right? I was not aware that I needed a tobacco license. license. Right. I had a a vending license. You had a vending license, but in your machine, you figured, I'll put cigarettes in it. Well, it started innocent enough. It was just going to be, you know, candy and snacks and drinks, and then when I was working... Working at the place where I put the vending machine in, so many people after midnight were looking for cigarettes quickly because the bars were closing Perfect. at 2 a.m. I said, you know what? I've got a vending license. Why don't I put cigarettes in? Worked awesome for two weeks. And then one night came in and there was a um, an order on it from the town that I had to go see someone. And then a cop came and uh, saw me. And, and what happened to your vending machines? Like, yeah, where did that they was go the now? end of that oh, pretty much. Uh, oh, that was, yeah. That what was, was like a, a one-month venture. What was a good in your one month that you found where you can make the most money other than your illegal cigarettes you were selling? Like, what's a good product that any cans of soda definitely are money makers Because you buy those 12-packs in the grocery store. But they store. weren't there. They, were they weren't. There was nothing like selling the cigarettes because people found it so much easier than having to go to the store. Right. And again, it was only for two weeks. But once people knew I had them, I already saw people coming back the next night, and it was it was great. I was if I remember, I was selling the cigarettes for four dollars a pack, and I think you get them at Seven Eleven for two and a quarter. And I was buying them at Costco or Price Club at the time was what it was called. And I think after you broke it down, I was buying five cartons of Marlboro, say. Maybe a buck fifty each. So I was making two fifty on a pack of cigarettes, and I couldn't keep the Marlboro and the Marlboro Light in the vending machine. That seems like a great job, vending machine guy. Well, I've always said if I ever lost my job, I don't, I don't think I have the interest of going and looking for another one. Although I have ideas where I could go, I think you just buy a vending machine route because you're kind of protected. It's good business. People always want it. What the hell? And you go and re- the problem is what you just started with. When the machines go kaplunk, if someone doesn't alert you to that quickly and you only go on your scheduled days, it's just days of lost revenue. Right. And pissed off people. Right. So it's, it's a good, I always thought a great idea would be, and it's very difficult to get into new places, medical vending. Tylenol, Advil. Oh, yes. Tampons for the women, um, whatever, you know, Pepto-Bismol, anything that's over the counter have that, and that's all it is, is a medical vending machine. Well, they say all vending machines, like, that. It, it's tough to get into places. Correct. Like, that's because everyone loves that business. Yes. What if I did a fresh fruit vending machine? I don't think I'd go the buy fruit every day. would be very fresh. Well, like a banana. I put them in there green. So you're going to stop the end at of that week, place get a yellow every banana. single day? No. Right. That's the problem. Once you have more than, you know... 10 or 11 stops. I mean, you're not going to hit 30 places every day, are you? No, I'm not. Because they're not going to be one right after the other. They're going to be spread out. You're going to drive. The more mileage you put, the less money you're making. And then you're constantly just bringing change to the bank. You are doing that. But right. that's, listen, change is cash. My dad told me a story. I didn't check to see if it's true or not. He saw it on Fox 
where a guy got a ticket for doing 39 miles an hour. You saw this? I saw the video, yes. And he, he got the $220 in change and then dumped the change. In pennies. Right. It's money. It's currency. Yeah, but it, he did it in a very douchey way. I don't disagree with he him. He just emptied buckets and buckets of pennies yes. onto the counter. It's kind of funny, actually. Meanwhile, he was over the speed limit. He goes, I was only nine miles over the speed limit. Okay. Right. It's not the poor person at the desk. It's not their fault. Right. So you were over the speed limit. Admitting that. Right. So then pay the fine, stupid. When you talk about the the money being currency, it, it annoys me when you're on a plane and you want to get a sandwich. It's like, here, here's $5 for the sandwich. I need your credit card. See, I like that. That drives me nuts. Why? Why do I have to use a credit card or a debit? Because another charge I got to remember so that I don't spend too much money. Right. Why can't I just give you the, it's $5. Here's $5. Take the $5. Because we don't, they, they don't want the uh, airline uh, attendants l- walking around loaded with cash. They could get jacked for their money. Jerry. On the plane? I mean, that's where we're at. That's a good point. They I mean, don't if have that's the case, I know society's sad in itself right now. But come on, it wasn't always like that, was it? No, Jerry. no. Actually, I guess they used to give it to you for free. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And right. this, a new study, Jerry. You sold me. A new study that says for the first time. A majority of U.S. citizens said they now get their news from social media. Uh, I fall, exclusively. I fall in line with that. Not exclusively, mostly. Right. I, re- I read the Daily News and the New York Post for work here. But if I didn't work here, I probably would get all of mine from Twitter or Facebook. This says most people well, get it from Facebook. I don't, I'm not even on Facebook. But I Twitter get, gets it. You, get, you can get actual legitimate news when you, you follow news sources. My... Routine is very simple. I check, since we're in basketball and baseball season now, and hockey, I will check MLB.com, NBA.com, ESPN.com, and I'll even check. I like some of the articles we have on our website, which is pretty good. I will check that. After that, it's Twitter for the rest of the day because I follow all the beat reporters. That's it. Right. I don't, nothing else. I don't watch SportsCenter anymore. I don't I, I don't see anything. I don't even like going to websites, like you said. I, I'll go to the website via a link on their Twitter. No, it's fine. Like when I see a yeah, story. Yeah. I live with, uh, the MLB.com has become a staple now just because they have really cool stories. They have great videos. I watch that every day. But they, they do a nice daily recap for each of, the, each of the baseball games. They do, and they also have the condensed games and the game replays where if you're curious about something, I can go back and find the fourth inning and I can watch it. Now, I'm paying for it, but I think, it's, I think the product is really good. I don't mind spending the, I think twenty four ninety nine is a little much per month. But beyond that, I think it's great. Great product. Gets me through more than I ever have. Right. Because I can't watch both games at 7 o'clock at night. You cannot, no. So I watch them before I am. Both the Mets and Yankees, you mean? Correct. Hmm. Watch half of one, finish watching the next morning, and watch the other one. Right. It's good stuff. All right, Jerry. You want to do a sports show one day? A sports talk show? Yeah. Sure. A sports podcast. I'd like to oh, see a you go. Yeah, I'd like to see how you act, how you handle that. I can do it. I know you can do it. I just I want know to my see stuff, you do it. Jerry. You want to you want to try it? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Your I don't thoughts know when. on <laughs> what would what would be an example? My thoughts on? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, we would discuss it. Talk. I wouldn't just throw stuff at okay, you. That that's would not nice. be fair. I appreciate that. Uh, you, are we doing one Friday a podcast or no? We're just no, doing Jerry. a three day podcast. No, I got to get down the shore on Friday. So we're this is a, a day where this week we have three podcasts. You? That's right. What has happened to you? No, there. This is when it starts to become traffic going to the Jersey Shore. You never had on concerns Fridays. about that though, did you? I do now, Jerry. I know. I You've have changed. Concerns. You've changed. Oogie. See ya. It's the Boomer and Carton Post.
Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.